Welcome to Causing the Effect, where we will connect and change the mind and body. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Causing the Effect. Welcome. Uh, I'm your host, Scott Cazzoli. As always, thank you so much for taking some time to allow me to share and serve just a little bit of knowledge here on the podcast. Um, seriously, guys, this thing's blowing up. I love it. Um, I'm going to be planning a couple of guests. We're actually going to be booked up for the rest of the year. I'm excited about that. Thank you all so much for your positivity. We had a couple of sponsors coming on too. Let's keep this going. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all that stuff. You guys know it already. Please, if you're on Apple listening, looks like 80% of you are. Please leave a review. Um, we just got put into that top 25. I want to keep pushing it. Uh, those reviews really do mean a lot, and they mean a lot to me. Uh, you can even throw a little bad feedback on there. I, I, I don't just want to, to live in this world of, of fake positivity, you know what I'm saying? So let me know, criticize me, let me know what you what you guys want. Um, the emails are really fantastic too, causing the effect podcast at gmail.com. Please reach out. Um, if you want to be a guest, let me know. Uh, just trying to help, just trying to spread some, you know, love, positivity, and growth as always. Let's get into it. Uh gonna hit the the mindset piece of the uh of our kind of production here and I wanted to talk to you about something that I see a lot uh you know this is a problem that I've probably dealt with and I feel like just it's pretty common in people what we're gonna talk about today is you know letting go of uh of control and we're gonna talk about controlling people we're gonna talk about more from the perspective of as a controlling person not if you know you're being controlled um, I feel like it's something that is really a lot of pent up anxiety and it's very easy to kind of get rid of it, at least read about, uh, read about it. And it's something I've been trying to work on. So I just wanted to share this with you. And, uh, again, this is something from a personal side, um, that we're going to talk about. So let, let's just get into it. Uh, having a controlling personality is really kind of like an anxiety driven defense that could end up destroying relationships. Um, you know, just a quick thing. If, if, if you feel like you're the type of person that feels betrayed when others don't do what you want, um, if you wrestle with, you know, trusting people or kind of have this history of, of issues with trust, um, it is possible that you could be, have a, um, a controlling personality. The most common reason why we try to control another person's behavior is to manage our own, um, like anxiety and insecurities. Uh, we feel safer that you know be and and less vulnerable when everything around us is in this controlled environment, right? You see this probably the most easiest um, example is having a boss that micromanages you, right? I've dealt with that. I don't like it at all. Um, I'd say I kind of control people in, or at least I try to control situations in some of my life, but it's very black and white with me. Some areas I don't. Some areas I just don't care at all. But um, the the fact that th these things happen really go unnoticed because it's very unconscious, right? So what others see as controlling is often seen as just doing the right thing to that person being in control. And the those people that are blamed for being controlling are, are really confused by this accusation, which is really interesting, right? The people who are the controllers see what they believe to be the best course of action and are very like surprised when others don't do it the same way. Um, so it's a very kind of 
touchy thing to, to talk about with, with somebody, but I wanted to kind of talk about this today because it's, it's important, and especially with everything going on in the world, i um, just been trying to kind of make that the theme. Uh, but a controlling behavior could also be a compensation for a time or situation when, you know, somebody didn't have control. So these could be innate feelings. It could be something that's, you know, you're growing up with uh, in a stressful environment. Your parents didn't have money. Your parents had a combative relationship, you know, anything like that. Living without personal control could also increase the motivation to seize control. So it's a it's a very, very dangerous thing. And the most severe forms of control are motivated by, you know, emotional dysregulation um, that's really the inability to manage your feelings. Um, it's really just avoiding fear. And that's really what, you know, what always kind of, we, we see it come down to, right? The, the wish, as we mentioned, the, the wish to control is just driven by that fear. So then the easy option, if you're having a lot of internal anxieties to kind of just have control of your outer out of, out of material world, rather than addressing those deep-seated fears at the source, people with this controlling piece, you know, kind of force it onto to their relationships, they generate this emotional, you know, inability that we discussed, the instability, the impulse to control is kind of like that protective function against that feeling of vulnerability, um, and again, I think just discussing this, maybe it'll help a person who feels like they're being controlled. Um, and they say, wow, well, that's kind of what, what it's going from. And it goes back to that perception episode that, that we discussed. Just by knowing this stuff, um, it, it really gives you a sense of comfort that you're not alone, that you're able to to make the changes, that it's not just you being a fuck-up, right? Um, it's it's a tough thing. Um, but the there... There is ways to, to transform that controlling behavior. Um, if you're a person doing it, you know, you, you could attempt to, to catch yourself trying to control somebody or, or something, you know, and, and just kind of step back on it. And instead of directing or trying to influence someone to do what you want, um, you might discover a great deal of wisdom in just kind of assessing the perspective that, that we discussed, right? And if you're more willing to, to just kind of be loving and let everything kind of let it go, right? That's something that, that I want, I'm going to talk about towards the end here. It's, um, it's a lot easier. You, you got to learn to manage those feelings within yourself is, is the main part of this whole thing. There is a bunch of different types of control people try to do. Uh, I don't want to get too boggled down into the types because I just want to make this about more of the feeling and the psychology behind it, but there is perceived control, which is, um, perceived control is a person's belief that they are capable of obtaining desired outcomes, avoiding undesired outcomes, and achieving goals. Uh, there's control desire, which applies to any subject or circumstance relationship that an individual may want to have some degree of control over. Then there's cognitive control. This describes the ability to control your thought and actions. Um, there's emotional control. You know, this comes from literature, self-regulating psychology, the ability to manage or regulate attitudes and feelings that directly affect um, receptiveness to and, you know, implementation of. Then there's motivational control. This refers to the self-regulatory mechanism by which individuals are able to um, act on prescribed behaviors to implement training activities. This is kind of like what we see when some of these gurus end up taking control of of people as well. And then there's... uh, Inhibitory control, 
which refers to another type of that self-regulation, and this is defined as the ability to inhibit uh, proponent thoughts or actions um, in favor of a subdominant action. You know, this is a goal-directed behavior. So I just wanted to touch on those that really could, there's so many different, there's social control, ego control, you can kind of just go down down the list here, but I just wanted, it's such a, an interesting an interesting topic because it's really involved in in kind of everything that we do. Um, the ways in which people attempt to control others is not just limited to, you know, these neurotic kind of control pieces. Many of the ways in which people strive to regulate each other's behavior could be regarded as perfectly normal and not as as neurotic, you know? Um, even if uh, this is something I used to do um, when I was, you know, in my 20s, I learned a little bit about charisma and influence and, you know, just using flattery and doing nice things for others, expecting that they're going to return the favor or, you know, trying to change people who don't follow these standards. Um, so, you know, that's something I've, I've learned that I did and it's kind of just something that I've changed just to be genuine. You know, it's, it's not that difficult. Um, I always looked at life like uh, I was kind of playing this game. Right, it's just a game that's played, and yes, there is a, a game to be played that's more of a fun game. But you know, just being real is is the key, and that's always kind of what I wanted to do by doing this podcast, by doing um, all these kind of ventures that we're trying to do. Um, you know, a tr- and this comes down to you know the connection I made between control and um, a free and being free. Right, freedom is like one of the top innate um, important things in people's lives. Being a truly free person and you know, a truly free person is immune to both control in any type of way, regulating others, and when you agree to, to not take anything personally, you, you regard all attempts as others to control you as statements about them, not about you. So, by refusing to take threats or criticism, somebody acting out uh, or disapproval of something you don't do, you know, you're you're acting upon your own reality, not upon theirs. So by changing your perce- your perception, you're you're able to kind of see, okay, that's more of a them issue than a me issue. So you know, I just hope that that helps a little bit. Um, I wanted to talk. The the key was okay. Now you you understand. You could probably if if you're not if you don't have tendencies of this control, you're probably somebody who is on the other end of it. And then uh, just wanted to to get that kind of let this sit, get cognitive about it, uh, read up on it again. But how do you end up letting go of that control is key. Um, and it's really about controlling less and, uh, and trusting more is, is the key that, that I would say, you know, letting, letting go of control doesn't mean, you know, not caring. It just means kind of keeping your mind and heart open to make room for that uncertainty that ends up killing people. You know, Shakespeare wrote, uh, Come would come may. Uh, time and the hours run through the, the roughest day. One way or another, what's going to happen is going to happen. And if you're somebody who, okay, wow, I'm, I'm controlling. You know, it, that I hate to say it, but that is an illusion of control. You know, they, we crave structure. We see this going on from the top of the, the governmental structures today. That's why we love routines. You know, this provides familiar order to our daily lives. But when it comes down to, to crisis... Um, everybody ends up, you know, you see people acting a little wacky, being in control does try to make you, you feel safer. Um, gaining more control 
over your behavior does make you feel safer as well. Um, you know, having control allows you to take on those risks that, that you might not take on otherwise, right? Um, before embarking on that extreme activity, you can measure and judge if, if that risk is acceptable or not. And, you know, just making a decision in general is such a, an interesting thing that, that we all end up, um, you know, really taking, I think taking, what's the word? You, you, you just, you really take, take that for granted, right? So when it comes down to, to, to making a decision and letting go, uh, I'm just going to kind of wing this and, and just talk from the heart here. This is, you're going to hear a lot of Alan Watson. I've listened to way too much Alan Watts, but uh, the more that we relinquish that power and control, the, the more powerful you become, right? And that that's, you know, he called it um, the, the power of delegation, right? And this comes down to when you make a decision or if you're, if you're, if you're somebody who can't trust others or, or is having trouble kind of expanding, whether it be business or this or that, or just opening your circle. Instead of worrying about, you know, every moment and everything you allow, you know, you, you just allow the world and, and the people in your life to do the heavy lifting, right? And this is something, a mantra I've taken on the last year or so, just by trusting the world, just trusting what's going on. The key to you know, unification, harmony in your life is not to try to obtain that power or control over it, right? And this this is because to, to have power, that there has to be an opposite, right? That yin and yang, that chaos in order. So to, if, you have, if, you have, if you have to have power, there has to be something being oppressed, you don't want to. You don't want to have to try to control the world. So that's kind of putting you at odds with the world, or the, or the odds with other people, right? So, so many people in today's world are really having issues with making and creating these decisions. This, you know, this is directly correlated to control, and that's the point I wanted to make. Um, to to kind of wrap this around with decisions, you know, every, you know, you could easily tell people who are warriors that are worrying about every decision, right? Is this the correct decision? Have I done? enough information, you know, if I done enough research to make this correct, specific choice. And the truth, if you look at it, is that there, there is infinite data to take in with no, any decision. Do you, do you want to take this class or that class? Should I get a divorce or should I eat this food? The truth that there's too much data to take in, right? So what you end up doing is stressing yourself out. The worrying doesn't help. We know this. And you're thinking of every possible thing that could happen. And, and that's good to, to, to give it a good thought, maybe give yourself a, you know, an hour, an hour to just kind of do research or this or that, but you can, you can just end up destroying your, your yourself with making, is this the right or wrong decision? 99% of these outcomes that, that people think about worst case scenarios, which is good to mitigate the risks, but 98% of these outcomes are, are out of your control. So what's the difference? It's, it's about that, that delegation of authority. Just make a decision, just choose that. And, and by, you know, you really end up saving the time. But if you start going down a path, you know, there, there was um, there was uh, a story that I was listening to Tony Robbins about, and he was talking about uh, a general who was in charge of a of a big project that was going on in the army, and his he was the only person that he walked into the meeting, and his thing was always after a half hour of a debrief, he made his decision. And his point was, if, if you end up sitting and waiting, you know, the lack of making a decision is, is still a decision. So still 
by choosing one side or the other, maybe it'll get you to the other side quicker, if that makes sense. If you go to option one, you'll quickly realize option one is not the option and go to two, you know? So I just, you know, I, I just really want to make it clear that the more that you let go of it, you let go of whatever that anxiety, that control may be, the more power that you'll start to have over it. And this is like the problem in life, right? In giving away the control, you end up having it, right? And this, you know, this is bio- biological evolution. This isn't make-believe. This is this is science. Um, and I, I just hope that that we all can kind of come to a better understanding of what we want and why we have these feelings and why we have this and that. Well, this was a deep one. All right. I hope, um, I hope you got as much out of this as I did. Um, as always, you know, please, uh, review, you know, leave a like, all that stuff. Um, I hope you enjoyed this one as much as I did. Please stay safe, stay positive, stay blessed. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.